Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on the Boss Rush Network. I am one of your hosts, Corey Deergan, alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. How's it going, everyone? Also joining us is the man, the myth, the fish, Stoy. Hello. Hello. I, I'm technically closer to Lake Michigan, so that qualifies me as a fish, Jesse, just to let you know. Oh, you're, uh, a you mil- you're a so- milf. You're a milf. Man, wow. I love fishing. Oh, I was like, <laughs> huh? Okay, totally. Totally missed that reference. <laughs> you got me on that one, though. You got me. You, you got me on that one. I was like, what are you talking yeah. about? That makes zero sense. Yeah, I'm like, how am I a milf? But yeah, that's definitely a Midwest term. Hmm. How's everyone Corey, doing? You're, you're considered Midwest, right? Cleveland, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. All right. We're all, we're oh, all Midwest. Ohio. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Is that how you guys say hi in Ohio? Some people do. Okay. Some people say OH and other people say IO. Uh, hmm. Okay. It's a thing here. You guys are weird. It, it is weird. I will give you that. Yeah. It's fine. Um, how do you say yeah. hi in Wisconsin? Hey, how hey are you? Hey, yeah. hey, hey there. Hey there. No, <laughs> dare. Hey there. Wow. <laughs> you just toss beers out your windows to each other. Hey. Yeah. Say sorry. He's yeah, in Milwaukee's sorry. best. Yeah. Hey, I'm just going to scooch right by you here and grab this 20 pack. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to bump into you there. (laughs) We also, we also notice when you're a mile away from the entrance to a building, we're going to hold the door for you. So yeah. 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 Even if it's cold out, that happens here too. You know, I hate that. I I hate when people hold the doors open for me. I don't know why. It's just like, I can hold the door open for myself. I can door myself. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. I do that all the time. I hold the door open. I mean, if you're like right behind me, I'll like kind of like hold it for like a half a second or something like that, whatever. But like, yeah, if I see you kind of further down, I'm sorry. You you just missed the you missed the window. Sorry. Yeah. You're done. It you're depends. Toast. If I'm if I'm not in a rush, I don't care. I I'll, I'll just I'll take the time to hold it open just because I don't care. But yeah, if I'm like in a rush, you care. Shut up. <laughs> Everybody cares. It's but fine. Yeah, it's fine. You know, and that's my rant about holding doors open. Yeah. So um, otherwise, oh, sorry. I, uh, uh, one of the guys that I podcast with on the EXP cast, Josh, he was running a fighting game tournament uh, this weekend, and uh, today actually. So I was out there for a few hours today. He was running it at a local. It's like a brewery slash brew pub slash game store. So like they sell like magic cards and they do Warhammer events and so once a month he hosts this game tournament so it's like um, Tekken Seven, Guilty Gear, Street Fighter Five, and uh, Super Mar- Super Smash Brothers, and um, there was like 16 people showed up for the Super Smash Brothers tournament, and some of the most toxic people I've ever met are, are Smash Brothers players. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't get it. Like you didn't know that. No, I I did know that, but I didn't know on this level because all they did was just bitch and whine and complain. Everybody Mm. came in talking like they were hot shit, like, I play Smash Brothers Nintendo 64, bruh, and they come in and they get their asses (laughs) stomped. And then they're like, whatever, man, this ain't even my controller. I don't have my other controller that I brought or whatever. The lag on this TV sucks and just, it's a cult. 
It is a cult. It is a cult. These people need help. Nintendo is a cult. Yes. These people need help. You need help. Man, good thing Ed's not here this week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stoy's face is frozen in the most hilarious way right now, by the way, yeah. on the video version. So it's Same fine. Here. It's funny, though. Did we lose him? We, I think we did for like a hot second. <laughs> it's fine. Hey, Nintendo got to him. Yeah. <laughs> Miyamoto heard him, sent his army of Pikmin into. It's like those little dinosaurs from the Lost World, <laughs> but except it's Nintendo Pikmin characters <laughs> swarming around him and eating him. Ah, ah, ah. It's fine. It's fine. He'll be back. Yeah, but uh, like as far as far as me, like this weekend, I I didn't do a whole lot, but uh, um. I've been watching this show, uh, The Manifest or whatever, mm. um, that Netflix had ended up picking up, um, and are gonna they're gonna finish it because it got canceled originally right. on TV. Right. And oh, it's such a good show. It's kind of like but, uh, yeah. it's almost like Lost, right? Almost. Yes. Yeah. Similar. It's like yeah, they're. I they're mean, it's like the, the same kind of premise ish. Yeah. Like... Somewhat. Yeah, but they like they go back home instead of it being on like an island or whatever. But oh. yeah, it's it's yeah they go back home. They land, you know, at home and and uh, and find out they've been gone for five years. Mm. And they're trying to solve, you know, solve this like mystery and. And they can like see, they can uh, get visions of things that are going to happen, and try to save people gotcha. from death, stuff like that. It's it's, it's a pretty good show. Neat. Story well, yeah. just story just messaged me and said he'll be back on in a minute or two. His internet died, so. It's oh fine. okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's and fine. I had, uh, hey, look there he is. Yeah. Oh, we thought we thought Miyamoto sent his uh, Pikmin yeah. a- after you. I, I, I did actually encounter a Pikmin uh, in the basement here, just to, yeah. just actually right as the internet uh, crapped out. So uh, basically, a Nintendo Strike Team came in and uh, cut the hard line into my house. Everything went dark here. It was crazy two minutes. I John Wicked everybody. We're all good. <laughs> it's all good. We. It's fine. I'm actually right. I'm actually right on top of Yoshi's corpse right now. Ooh. Does yeah. he like it? No. No, he doesn't. <laughs> but I don't care. Shake that, Yoshi. <laughs> yes, Smash Brothers players are toxic. That's fair. They are. Let's be honest here. So, well, let's uh, be fair. Anything that's super competitive, yeah, actually is filled with a lot of, of negative people. Yeah, yeah. even Pretty things sure. that are cooperative uh, are super negative and. You know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. When you suck at games, it's fine. People just don't like to play with you. It's fine. Well, yeah, cause, you know, because some people can be like, "Ah, oh, hey, you know, I'm not the greatest at this game. Hey, good game." And then the other guy will be like, "Bro, you suck. Like, you don't need to say that." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I just said that that I'm like admitted that I'm not that great at it. Yeah. Like, what, what, what more do you need to add? Dude, chill. <laughs> Relax, they say. So, speaking of relaxing, guys, this is Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast, part of the Boss Rush Network. 
where each and every week we come together with our friends from around the internet to talk about everything we love about Xbox, including news, rumors, Game Pass, and your questions. You can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on the latest video episode. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. really helps us out. So please do that. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it. Just don't leave us a one-star review and say we suck. Yeah, anything yeah. under anything under four stars, you can just just don't bother. Just keep it to yourself. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. I mean, it. like, yeah. If, and if you don't like it, then just move on. You don't have to listen to us. If That's you fine. don't like it, you can get out. <laughs> you can get out. It's America. No, uh, you, you can find on lady your time. <laughs> Jesus. You can find all of our shows on bossrush.net. Give them all a listen. Give them all a shout out, and uh, we'll see you there. Anyways, we're going to jump into what we've been playing, Stoy. I know you're very, very excited to talk about a particular game. Yeah. Um, I ended up picking up a motorcycle racing game called Rims, actually. Oh, that's not where and, I thought um, we were going. I thought you were going with I Am Fish. Oh, I, no. I, I haven't played that game yet. I just wanted to talk about it. I... <laughs> No, it's fine. Let's talk about Rims, your cool motorcycle racing game. Yeah, you could race motorcycles with this game. <laughs> you could so, you could turn turn to the left sometimes. Yeah, you could turn it to the right. You know what you can actually do in this game? Um the because like this is like a racing simulator game. Like kind of like Forza, but with motorcycles. Anyway, the um uh you can actually work on your bike like using like quick time events. It's weird. So it's like, hey, you got to change the brakes on your motorcycle. Hey, hit these weird button prompts to, uh, you know, um, take the calipers off and replace the brake pads on. Hit A button to put new brake pads on. Twirl the joystick around to screw in your bolts and oh, to bolt in your bolts. I don't want any of the car mechanics that have a conniption fit. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Cool. Like, do you remember yeah. do you guys remember um, Days of Thunder for the Nintendo no. I don't think I do. The only racing I game I remember on Nintendo was uh, Rad Racer. Yeah. So Days of Thunder, actually, you had to manually control your pit crew. Mm. It was like it, when I was a kid playing that, it blew my mind. Like I was like, holy cow, this is so realistic. You could like, you know, change your tires. You could do emergency car maintenance. You could fuel up and stuff. Obviously, you have to like, you know, control the characters and like hit the A button and B button as you see fit, whatever. But it was kind of cool. So this is kind of reminiscent of that. So like if you pit your bike into it, it's like twirl the joystick to uh, change your tires. Twirl the joystick the other way to put new tires on. It's like weird. Anyway, hmm. um, there's a narrator in this game, and she's British from what I understand. Um, she says a one word <laughs> weird that kind of uh, messes me up a bit. She says, oh, hey, access your inventory. And I'm like listening. I'm like, what's an inventory? And I'm like, I got closed captions on it. I'm like, inventory. She says inventory like inventory. I mean, the the British say weird's word. Okay, words weird. Okay, they say weird. Yeah. Right. Like know, they say I, schedule instead of schedule. Yeah. There's like, a c in there. I've guys. heard British people say inventory. You know. Yeah. Like inventory. Yeah. Like I've never heard them say inventory. Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> yeah, there's well, yeah, there's always a different different pronunciations for different parts of. Not that Jesse, not that England. Nope, nope. Well, no, yeah. put a hot 
putting a hard stop on an inventory. <clears throat> we're done with that one. It's a cool. <laughs> it's a cool way to say the word, though. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's it's unique. You know, and she and the narrator said that a few times, like, "Oh yeah, when you access your inventory," and I'm I'm like I kind of twitch a little bit, you know, every time I hear it, but. But it's that's like, like it. that's like there's people in the U.S. who who call crayons crowns. Who what? Yeah, yeah. There's no people one says that. Call that. Them people people say no. that. People say yeah, it no, around who, here. Yeah. Who I've never heard that. I yeah. don't remember which part of the United States, but it's like one little section. It's south. It's like Florida and stuff. Some, they say it. Some My, backward, yeah. some yeah. backwater hick town down in. Yeah. Of course, it'd be them. Anyway. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I've heard some weird things like, you know, people saying milk instead of milk. Yeah. Like they added they, they add letters into the word that don't even belong there. Or, or wash instead of wash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there ain't no R in that. Yeah. Or n- nuclear. <laughs> it's nuclear, like dumb. This is silent. Anyway. <laughs> but. It's fine. Yeah, um, it's all fine, guys. It's yeah, all. It's, it's all fine. We're all fine here now. Thanks. How are you? There's, um, there's, yeah, different different versions of the English language, you know. Um, so, yeah, the, so th- that's what I dedicated a lot of time to over the weekend. Um, I also picked up a game for the Nintendo Switch, uh, Cruise and Blast. You guys remember Cruise Ooh, in the USA? Is that out already? Yeah, that came out uh, this oh, week. Man. I had to I'm looking forward to that. Three, actually, I had to drive to three different places to find a physical copy of it because I'm a physical copy guy. Isn't so, that is that's not like one of those uh, limited run things? They're not. That's no. not a limited run. Oh, that surprises no, me. No, it definitely isn't. That yeah, surprises it, it me. Did. Not it that like me too because I was like, you know, I mean that's such a weird kind of small obscure game. Yeah, I thought for sure that'd be a limited run release, but no, I I googled it and they were like, yeah, it's not available here and there, and so I had yeah. to go to like a particular GameStop to get it. But I mean, I think like. I think that parents that were kids during the Nintendo 64 era and they say, oh, there's a new cruising game. Remember that? I'll play that with my kids or whatever. Like, I feel like I feel like it still might get a, a push, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And well, there's well, and there's the there's the one, too, that you, I would always play it in the arcade whenever they had it. Like mm-hmm. that was the the game to play either oh, yeah. that or the NASCAR usa or whatever where they had daytona like seven, usa yeah daytona usa they had like five or six uh games next to one another and you could play together right yeah so this is I, I think there was an arcade this game cruising blast came out in the arcades mm-hmm. and i think when my guys uh we went to nashville this past summer i think we, we we played this game actually but now it's on the console it's on nintendo switch um but yeah, it's it, if you remember the old cruising USA and cruising the world games and stuff, it's got that same same feel to it. Same, you know, crazy. Can you drive a school bus. Yes, you can drive a school bus. Great. I saw in the, I saw in the commercial that you could drive like a unicorn and stuff. But yes, you can. That school bus and cruising USA on the N64 was my favorite. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it, it's definitely it's in there. It's in there. You got you ain't got nothing to worry about. That's what I like so, to hear crazy set pieces crazy you know crazy levels uh the music is on point like the theme song will not leave your head it will not. that's i don't expect anything less from a cruising game let me tell you yes yeah i it's still the, i still have the cruising world theme set theme song stuck in my head because like because when we 
when we go to Disney World in the arcades, they have that. They have Cruisin' World in the arcades there, and it's just <laughs> blasting like. We're gonna get copyright <laughs> strike. It sounds just like it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we don't get C and D for it for me saying it, but yeah. No, it's fine. You know what? Okay, it's fine. That means we made it. Yeah. yeah. That's like song. You know? So. But yeah, if you like it, if I mean, if you if you like those kind of like, I mean, if you remember playing the game, you'll pop this in and you'll feel right at home. Great. So. How uh, how much was it? Uh forty bucks. Okay, so, which means the digital version is probably thirty. It might I be think, forty. Yeah. It might be forty. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I, physical games, like, I don't know. It's something yeah. about like having it in my hand, putting it on my shelf and just like looking at it like, yeah, that's mine. Because as we know, with some games, some games leave the digital store and never come back. So, you know, mm-hmm. it shouldn't, is what it is. They shouldn't do that. Yeah. You know? No, I know. They shouldn't leave. I mean, do I, not leave. Don't leave me. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, that's what I've been playing. I've been playing more Tales of Arise 2 as well. But uh, those are the two new games that I picked up. Tales of Arise. Is it worth getting? Are you enjoying it that much to to say, hey, you should spend 60 hard-earned dollars on that game? I think so. I think um, if if you're into story and if you're into... There's a lot of character banter. In that's, this game, that's I like oh. the Tales games. I just the last couple weren't very good. This one is probably the best one since Vesperia. Okay, because I actually played through Vesperia like th- two years ago when it came to Switch. Yeah, and I played it there, and uh, yeah. loved every second of it because that game's yeah, awesome. I know, I know a lot of people are are uh, like you know saying game of the year for this one, so. Yeah, like I don't think it personally would would be something for me, but but if you like that kind of stuff, it sounds like it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, because I would really I, like yeah, to get I, it. I mean, I wouldn't say game of the year. I guess it's probably one of the best RPGs to come out this year. But um, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of character banter, banter. So if you like good character development like you actually get to kind of like get to know your characters very well there's tons and tons and hours and hours of dialogue in this game great and you know if if you're into that sort of thing great this game is definitely for you if you really want to get to know your characters and their motivations and stuff because this game actually kind of deals heavily with like racism and geopolitical conflicts oh really like it's yeah and like enslavement and stuff it's it's very heavy on that like you kind of think to yourself like Man, this is this kind of has like, um, this kind of has relations to real life a little bit, That's but awesome. in a fan in a fantasy way, right? So it it kind of like paints a picture of like, you know, yeah, you you're you're looking at this game and you're playing this game and you're seeing these interactions with some of these characters and how much they hate each other just because of you know how they look. It's like, man, that's crazy. But then we do that. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's a pretty real problem. Still, it's a pretty it's a pretty real problem. It's just thrown in this fantasy world for you to you know. And maybe for most people, it'll just go right over the head and they won't care and whatever. So, because uh, the, the, I know there was one scene that stuck out with me just recently where like um, they uh, they had this area that was this empire controls this particular village, 
And the the empire is trying to find these and these people that were kind of like rebels. So neighbors were ratting them out. People that they grew up with and they knew for years were ratting them out to the empire. You know, just for safe haven, safe harbor, and stuff like that. And it, and that kind of reminded me a little bit of like, because growing up in the 90s and finding out what was happening in the Balkan Wars, because my, my family was in Serbia and Croatia and Bosnia, and the same things were happening there. Neighbors mm-hmm. were turning in neighbors, you know? Mm-hmm. So that kind of like struck a struck a nerve with me because I was like, yeah, that, that happens. That mm-hmm. happens, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and you like, hear about a lot of that during like world, you know, World War Two, obviously with the, you know, yeah. there was a lot of people harboring the Jews, but there was also a lot of people who would, you know, would try to turn those people in as well. There's racism during World War Two. Weird. No I way. Know. Yeah. Didn't, Weird. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe my World War Two history is a little fuzzy, but I, I don't recall <laughs> that. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. So I um, thought that guy with the tiny mustache was a nice man. Seem nice. <laughs> I'm just kidding, go guys. Just kidding. Oh uh, god. Go there. But anyway, the, what a um, nice young man. What a nice but man. The, I, I think the Tales games in general kind of dealt deal with a lot of these kind of themes. You know, um, mm-hmm. classism, um, racism. You know, just you know, differences of opinion. I guess political. You know, politics and whatever. So. Yeah, it's a good game if you're really into story and character development. So Cool. I would like to pick that up at some point in the near future. It's a plan. Yeah, it runs, runs really nice on an Xbox Series X. That's what I hear. I hear that's the way to play it. Yes, it is, if you can find one. Well, <laughs> lucky, lucky for everyone, I have one. Yeah, we are so fortunate you have one, Corey. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got I Jesse his, too. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, I'm lucky he had one because he was able to give me one. <laughs> so, yeah, it was awesome. Anyways, Jesse, what are you playing? What do you, what do you, uh, what's in your box? What's in the box? <laughs> so, what's I, in the box? I, uh, I started, uh, Flynn, Son of Crimson, which is one of the new games that got added to, uh, Game Pass. And, it is a fun 2D action platformer. Um, it's kind of the 16-bit kind of look. Um, wow, you know, we never very... see those anywhere. Yeah, I know. I know, and I'm I'm the same way normally. Like, I, I, I'll be honest, a lot of times these kind of games, I'll just ignore them because it's so overdone at this point. Yeah, it's got to so, really whatever... be, like, great to, for me to play something like that at this point. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. There are yeah. games that are really good that I love that are that aesthetic, like Cross Code and Axiom Verge, and you know, those but games those, are exceptional. Those are but... ones that stand out. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. It's got to like stand out for me to like try it at this point. Yeah. I remember, I remember when like Shovel Knight was such like a novelty because there wasn't that many games like that, and now it's just like every week there's like 30 games that are like, oh look, we like Super well, Nintendo. Yeah, think... Can you tell by the game we made? Yeah, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. They probably worked really I, hard. I'm not trying to take it away from other developers and stuff. That's great, but for me, it's just it's got a it's a saturated market. Yeah, it's a saturated market, and I think yeah, Shovel Knight kind of paved the way. Gosh, Shovel Knight, like, it's such a great game, though. Yeah, well, yeah, it is for sure. But you know, I think definitely after Shovel Knight, that's when the you know the dump truck came with like all these other like 2D platformers. Yeah, you know, and the well, term Metroidvania became a household name. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I'll be honest though. I think part of that is due to the switches, uh, you know, uh, you know, not quite being as powerful. It's much easier to, to build something like that. And, you know, like they know that it will probably do pretty well on switch. It's very, you know, they'll try to bring it to all consoles, most of them, but I mean, it is a, you know, it honestly is a good place for it, but, but yeah. yeah, like, I mean, this one though, like, I think, it, I think it stands out enough in my opinion. Um, like it's kind of, so like the whole world setup is kind of like a Mario game where, you know, you've got the starting point and then when you beat that level, a uh, uh, path will create to another point and you, you know, you move through this map playing the different levels. Um, but so like the whole, the whole, um, the way this game works essentially is the the fighting mechanics are a little bit more complex but it, it's a platformer you know a 2d platformer but how the, complex the, can it be well so like you gotta normally, jump real good well, you gotta you, know, you gotta hit the b button real good and then you well, land. you know how normally in like a platforming game like there there'll be enemies you hit them maybe like once or twice and then they're gone right and then yeah you know it's pretty pretty basic but with this they they actually have like a like some some enemies have uh two meters so like their health meter and then they have like their stamina slash stun meter so with the bigger ones in order for you to get them to the point of where you can just keep on hitting them until they're dead you got to get it to a stunt the stun meter all the way leveled up on them and then they'll just sit there unable to move for for a short period of time um otherwise they can still attack you while while you're attacking them yeah that's been uh, kind of a trend lately too i know uh is yeah. like enemies in, in all types of games third person you know first mm-hmm. person whatever it's like tales of arise has that actually in the combat Does where it? it's like once you and they, once you stun them enough you know you whittle their stun meter down you can enable a special attack but yeah so that that's so that's kind of like how the the um like in the mechanics there's there's some different uh powers and stuff that you get along the way but like essentially you're kind of like to get into the like the story of what's going on a little bit without ruining anything so there is like this there's this great war um these two these two uh this goddess uh sorel and a noble knight alistair like had this forbidden love and and this uh evil force zelok um started this war and in order to end you know the war the the two that were in love uh sacrificed their life to seal away this evil um and then the character the the Mm. character you play flynn um Mm. he 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 unlocks these ancient powers um of these spirits that are uh and like these spirits were were protecting their village um but they were they were taken away by some evil force um and so then you're you're basically you you get these powers to fight against these this evil and try to bring uh peace back to your your uh village or whatever but 
but um as you go along in the game like you're learning lore about like this this force that has existed for you know centuries or whatever you're kind of unlocking you know the understanding of what you know why why all this stuff has been happening over you know over the throughout history and stuff um but yeah and like it's a lot of puzzle solving type stuff too like where you're where there's like these button things that will open a door and you've got to like sometimes set an exploding barrel by the button and then quick run over to the door so when it blows up you can go through the door or otherwise there's just you know the basics like where sometimes you there's a shooting attack that you can get i believe that you can charge up uh later as you upgrade it but then you can hit stuff far away um and you know be able to go through doors and stuff like that so there's a lot of like puzzle solving mechanics throughout this similar to like you know like a a, a castlevania or you know stuff like that um and then and then there you eventually or well you have a, a partner that's this like big fluffy dog that you can eventually ride on like a like a steed essentially and then kind of like Yoshi, like you have some abilities that you can do while you're riding on him that you obviously wouldn't have otherwise. And he kind of helps you out throughout the game. And this animation there, looks uh, pretty good, actually. Like, it yeah, looks pretty smooth. Yeah, from Not what I understand... trailer of it. Okay, yeah, and from what I understand, it's actually handcrafted uh, uh, sprites. Like, the, I, I think they actually made them the old school way. Mm. Um, so similar to like a like Cuphead, but like they did it the old school way instead of of you know using everything computer animated or whatever, um, or generated I should say. Mm. Hmm. Um, that's what I read anyways. I don't I don't really know a whole lot because there is. Well, you can't there's... always believe everything you read, Jesse. Yeah, yeah Jesse talked yeah. about this exactly. Yeah, didn't you take that exactly. class? <laughs> yeah. What does Karen on Facebook say? Come on, Karen. Vaccines are better. Give me, give me the news that I need. Use your horse tranquilizers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, fake news. Flynn's Son of Crimson was made with computers. And ranch. <laughs> anyway. But, but yeah, so there, and then there's these crystals. So the red crystals, I'm not, I haven't quite figured it out yet, but I think these red crystals that you're collecting are something to do with these um these souls you know these uh protectors that you're like you're collecting parts of souls or something like that i'm not quite sure about those yet i haven't had gotten a real explanation for what those do um mm. but the green the green crystals so there's like a little um a little area above uh above your health or next to your health bar that you can fill up with these green crystals and then that's kind of like your um your re your health restore so when you build up that that uh those little circular kind of things you can use you know use part of that to uh heal any damage that you've had done to you um so that's kind of how the health like uh stuff works and when you die yeah, when you die, there it takes like five percent of your red crystals that you've collected up to that point away. Anytime you die, 
So I don't know if there's like if there's a system there where if you don't have any red crystals left that you could get a game over like completely. I don't know for sure. That that doesn't happen to you because you're too good, right? Well, I just have way too many red crystals. <laughs> I've got like over a thousand, I think. Like so, that's how you gotta get that's how you get good, bro. <laughs> gotta get good. So so yeah, I mean like I've I've been enjoying it so far and it and it does do enough things because at at first when I first started it, it felt a little basic, but it's kind of supposed to be that way because you're starting out as you know doing something completely different, and then you just kind of get sucked into this this you know war. Well, that's how that that's how good game mechanics should be. Like yeah. you know when you think of back in the old days of just like playing old Nintendo games like there were no tutorial levels there were no like hey let's pause the game to like you know go through this long ass like tutorial mission like it was like let's get you comfortable with the basics let's get you comfortable with the game mechanics and then progressively you make the game harder and harder to where you start to really master it later in the game as opposed to just like kicking your ass in the beginning I'm looking at you Dark Souls and (laughs) you know like just ruining your experience so yeah Cause yeah, like you literally start out with like a wooden sword. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and, then and, it, and then it gets turned into this crimson, you know, these spirits that are that are you're helping or whatever, like give you these powers that turns into this like red lightning looking kind of sword. But yeah, I like. I mean, I, I guess I like what you say about the whole like you know like teaching you the basic game mechanics and yeah, as you kind of develop your skills over time, you unlock new abilities and it's yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, it's yeah, it's been a lot of fun and and uh, yeah, and the only other thing I I kind of miss is like you've got definitely that like Dark Souls kind of evasion thing where you can roll through an attack and then right. it does no damage to you, um, and you know obviously with that you have to use that a lot until you actually get the character stunned so you can finish them off, um. But yeah, essentially, and all you do is you hit them. When you attack them, that stun meter will go up into a point of where eventually then they may have a little bit of health left, but they'll be just right, sitting right. there with like stuff spinning around their head and you can finish them off. So cool. Right. But yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been playing. <clears throat> nice. So if you, if you have Game Pass, Pass and you like those kind of games, it's definitely worth just at least checking it out. Uh, what's either, what's, the, what's the game called again? It's called Flynn, Son of Crimson. Flynn's so. Son of Crimson. Okay. I, I just, just wish they came up with a different name instead of Flynn. Maybe like Joe, Son of Crimson. Or, yeah. or Stephen, Son of yeah. Crimson. Johnny. Johnny, Son of Crimson. Hey, Johnny. <laughs> Xavier. I just we're gonna give you. We're gonna give you this red sword here, and we're gonna we're gonna tell you to tell you to kill some demons. Yeah, something I heard on a podcast a while ago. What like one of their criticisms was uh you don't say the name of the game when you're done talking about it so i thought maybe like getting in the habit of saying that yeah especially of a game that like that like an indie game Mm -hmm. that's like well especially i went into depth on a lot of different things so it was a long (laughs) time ago it was a long time ago when you said the title of the game so yeah (laughs) yeah about six minutes ago so Yeah. yeah uh so yeah, uh, for me, I played played a lot of Destiny. Still, uh, did the Vault of Glass raid this past week. That was fun. Uh, nice. No Vex Mythoclass for me. 
guys none zero sure it's uh it's the raid exotic weapon okay. and it only has like a five percent drop rate right now so uh yeah that it's fine i don't i don't really care but i know a lot of people that i play with like oh i cleared this raid 37 billion times i didn't get it so it's fine it's fine I, I do have all the armor though so i still need i still need my titan bath towel but i have all the armor so it's fine uh played a little bit more psychonauts 2 that game is still really charming and really really uh a positive game that i think people should at least check out uh it's not the it's not the greatest game of all time but it's definitely uh it's a good change of pace i feel like for something especially on xbox that you're not like murdering things so well and and like as a 3d platformer in general like i (laughs) i i don't i don't know there like i'm pretty hit and miss with 3d platformers but that one does enough for me to keep me interested yeah yeah i mean it's simple i like that it's simple too where like Mm -hmm. it I like that the platforming, for the most part, is separate from the action pieces, you know? I mean, like, there's definitely platforming parts where there's enemies blocking you and stuff and and whatever, but for the most part, it's like, oh, this is really nice and just a nice platformer that I can just kind of, you know, roll through. Uh, It's not bloated either. Right. They kind of try to just get to the point of what you're doing. Yeah. So it's 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 nice from that standpoint uh and then other than that i've been playing some some halo actually uh because i i would like to play through the campaigns again but i've been playing a lot of i've been playing some multiplayer in the master chief collection it's been really fun to play uh just halo's weird because like five of those four of those games don't have a sprint button and like you're just running through and you're like, oh God, I can't sprint. I'm just moving at the same speed the whole time. You know what was the most annoying is that there is no uh snap zoom feature. Yeah. In like the first couple. Like yeah. it was like binocular mode. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to shoot like this. Yeah. And it was like locked to this to the right stick. Ooh. Yeah. And none of them have aimed down sight. Yeah, can't believe we like played games that way. Yeah. Firing at the hip all the time. Jeez. Oh, crazy. Noob, no scope and ass. Whose whose idea was that? So yeah. <laughs> uh so but anyways, that's what I've been playing. Why don't we get into some of this news, guys? Sounds good. Uh sounds good. <laughs> it sounds good. It's sounds good. good. It's good. Great. It's good. Uh <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic, the remake that was announced at the PlayStation press conference as a PlayStation 5 and PC exclusive turns out because the original game was an xbox exclusive yeah turns out it's actually just a timed exclusive guys hell uh nobody knows exactly how long the time exclusivity is but it seems like a lot of sources are saying six months so whatever that means Mm -hmm. uh are are you guys interested in a knights of the old republic remake because I sure as hell am, but I don't know about Aspire, right? Because they're they're mostly like a a porting house, right? They specialize in porting PC games to Mac and stuff. So, mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, so I, the, that's where I think we have to temper our expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get a full on. I, I I'm imagine what I'm imagining is I'm imagining like a like a Demon Souls. Was that Demon Souls that was remade for the PlayStation Five? Yeah. Or yeah. they're literally just going to take the original code and probably a lot of the original dialogue, put some pretty graphics over it. Yeah. And and that's it. Like I don't expect the full on like rehash you know kind of like dead space or something like that because i mean this is a pretty big game yeah with a lot of with a lot of working parts to it so i highly doubt we're going to get the remake that people want yeah there's i mean so if, temper your expectations yeah i i really hope that like they do this right although i would have preferred like almost like a final fantasy 7 style remake to this game Mm-hmm. you know instead of like whatever this mm-hmm. might be of course i mean we haven't seen anything of it right we just saw a really cool yeah. tone yeah. piece trailer which is which is fine uh but that well, just tells... i think it gets a little tricky because this is i mean knights of the old republic is considered a canon in the star wars universe so mm-hmm. if you if you remade it and yeah. maybe the developers like hey well, let's take a it's, few liberties with it it's like, actually you can't. It's, it's actually not i thought canon. it was no they they came out like a interview oh, yeah, with disney, disney said, came in Disney when when Disney came no. in, they said, they said right. no, not this time. Uh, but this, Such if they, bitches. well, if Disney goes in, like everything from this, it will become canon when this comes out, right? Because everything Disney does now is like, it's canon now. So I mean, they could probably change the story a little bit to try to fit into whatever their plans with their High Republic storyline or whatever else. Yeah. I, I don't really know what they're doing. I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. Uh, but they could come in and make this canon and actually make like if they ma- if they make some changes to it. I don't think they're going to make significant changes to the story. I think that would be really. I I don't think that would be smart of them to be honest with you. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that they will. Uh, I think they're going to do some ch- makes some small changes like quality of life changes some maybe some uh, choice style changes to where like remember if you were like if you were a male character you couldn't romance the male characters or vice versa right like they'll probably mm-hmm. do some changes like that they'll probably do some uh i don't know maybe make the game a little bit bigger because that game was not very long right and i know yeah, a lot was yeah. a lot was left on the cutting room floor uh they'll probably too yeah they'll probably expand on some of that stuff so i'm expecting that but other than that like I think this. I think that game's story was awesome. I hope you start on the ship and that guy, the guy that uh, helps you off the ship, is like literally reading you the tutorial and the buttons and stuff. I hope that still exists. <laughs> that, that that's what I'm kind of wondering about because, you know, I mean, when you look at modern modern games like that, I mean, it's we've come so far. Yeah. So it, it's either it's either Aspire is going to literally remake this game from the ground up. Mm-hmm. You know, which I know they said in that press trailer that uh, they're hiring a bunch of people for this and it's going to be their biggest project they, to date. They hired a well, lot of people that worked on the original game, too. Yeah, yeah. like a re- some of the original Bioware developers. Well, and they've been working on it, it sounds like, for mm-hmm. for quite a while already. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not expecting, like I said, I, I stand by my original comment by saying I'm, I'm not expecting a huge overhaul. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe like added some new stuff to it because you got to think like 
you have to hire all new voice actors, you know, or if you want to keep the voice actors, you got to bring those back to record new dialogue mm-hmm. and just. Well, they they confirmed Jennifer Hale is returning as Bastila, so that's cool. Well, good, yeah, because she was easily the best character. Mm-hmm. Gosh, dude, yeah. Karth. I think, I anybody think did anybody use Karth in that game? By the way, they, they... no, I don't. No, I I never finished. <laughs> I never finished them. Um. I'll be honest. It's been a long time since I've played. Yeah. Played them, but well, yeah. Obviously, that came out in the I mean, original Xbox. Yeah. I mean, I, you can play them right now on on Game Pass, can't you? Yeah. It's completely backwards compatible, so you can play it on your Series X. If you have that disc, just lying have, around. Yep. Which I do actually. I popped it in my Xbox One X a, a year or two ago, actually. When they well, and isn't one of them on Game Pass? Uh, the first, I think. No, I don't. Both of them. I don't. I don't think I so. I could have swore. Let's find no, out. No, I know what it was. They, I wish I had some on... sort of device. In no, it's on. It's on could, EA. Like, a few words. It's on the yeah. EA Origin service, which if okay. you have Game Pass Ultimate, Game Pass Ultimate, you have. Yeah. So technically, I guess. I think before that happened, though, they were selling them for like dirt cheap. They had them on sale, and I think I bought them. Bought them then for like five bucks. Yeah, they're like five bucks a piece. They're only ten bucks a piece anyway. If you like mm-hmm. are really desperate to play them, but right, yeah. Um, so let's find out. Let's find out. Game Pass. Game Pass. There's so many games on Game Pass. While you guys are looking that up, though, like I, I think honestly, oh, fans it's not. Be... It oh, is dear. not on EA Play or Game Pass. Wait, maybe it's under KOTOR. Hmm. Well, yeah, I think. Well, you I know what? You buy yourself a physical copy for less yeah. than ten bucks on the eBay's. Yeah, and I think fans would just be happy if they did like update that game, but like, like legit, actually add all that story stuff that uh, like fans had to hack into the code to unlock and like do it in a weird way on on pc so you could actually experience all that stuff that was left out like if if they just were to like actually legit you know let that stuff play out and my god fans are the worst jeez why can't you just let (laughs) things be let things be let it go it is what it is let let it go go. let Let it go let it be i found out just like a while ago that apparently there's a good ending mod for Mass Effect 3, where basically somebody did some like code and trickery and extra animations yeah. to make the ending good and everybody live happily ever after afterwards. Like, really, just let it go. Let it I'll, go. I'll be honest, you've talked about like all the different endings, and I, I think I, I would honestly just let robots take over. Hmm. <laughs> we suck. I am I the only person that didn't mind Mass Effect 3's ending? I didn't. I loved no, it, loved actually, it, yeah. honestly. Because like think, you know, we, we talked about this once before. Because literally from the start of the first game, you knew what the ending was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like you knew it, mm-hmm. and the choices actually made sense in the grand scheme of things. <sighs> to me, it's like, to me, it's like no matter. It it just kind of tells you like. No matter what choices you make, the outcome is always going to come to a point, you know. And it's like yeah, it's always going to be the same. Yeah, you can't undo what's already been done. Which, yeah. by the way, I would really love to do like a 
series where we all get together and just play Mass Effect the whole time. When like somebody makes choices and <laughs> you, you're in my head, I don't like it. Please stop. I live stop. there now. I pulled yeah. up a chair. Yep. Pulled up the Xbox. Yep. You're 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 stocking my fridge. Thanks. I am. Your food. I'll give you a cold one. <laughs> yeah, get, get, give me a Pabst there, please, from the fridge, okay? <laughs> uh, it's right next to it. the cheese curds. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Curdle. Bratwurst. Oh, God. So, Bratwurst. Sea of Thieves is, uh, has, has actually been a surprisingly good bet for... Um, oh, he's just moving on now. Story's just moving on. He doesn't like well, me living I'm, in his head. He's I'm doing allowed, what needs to be done. Uh, yeah. I'm allowed my one Mass Effect reference per episode everywhere i go that was my one i mean so. you're a lot to talk about mass effect with me i'll we could the mass effect cast if you want hell yeah let's go i mean we could you we keep could do that you're living in my head okay i need you to i need you to leave okay all right <laughs> speaking what, of leaving see if the season four sets sail next week you know you need to make like a tree and get out of here okay <laughs> bunch of mass holes oh god <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, Sea of Thieves experienced a resurgence thanks to uh, the recent release of the Pirates of the Caribbean Tall Tales expansion. Uh, Rare even revealed a record-breaking number in de- in a developer update, noting that 4.8 million players sailed the seas in the same month. The wow. UK developer is now looking to maintain this momentum with the upcoming release of Season 4 ahead of its arrival on the September 23rd. Man, this European crap where they put the day before the month. It's thrown me off. Weirdos. (laughs) These are probably the same people that say inventory. Yes. Inventory. Yeah. Inventory. (laughs) It's published a short trailer teasing what players can expect. It's something to do with a forgotten world of adventure and kingdom of riches awaiting beneath the waves. So, uh, season four is coming to Sea of Thieves. Still big. I... I can't believe that game is as big as it is. You know? Yeah, it's it's actually like I said, it's it was a gamble, I imagine, but it definitely paid off. Mm. And can I reference the author of this as the most British name you've ever heard? Yeah. Liam Doolin. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Liam Doolin. Liam, Liam Doolin. Doolin. Uh, so that's cool. See if thieves get new content, getting updates. It's cool. I'm I'm happy that game is uh, doing well. So. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think that's part of its success is it's they haven't given up on it. They've just constantly like doing legit updates and and giving reasons for people to go back into that game. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, this kind of proves that whole free. I mean, this because this game is free to play, right? Uh, no, it's not. It's it's a full price game, but oh. it's on Game Pass. So, oh yeah. right, yeah, so. Okay, so it's on sale totally, all the time too, but still. Right, yeah. Oh, I totally thought this game was free to play. No, I was I was gonna make a point like, oh, this shows a free to play model works sometimes, but nope, never mind. I'm gonna take that away. I mean, it does use the free to play model, but it still costs sixty dollars, <laughs> yeah. which is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sixty dollars, but yeah, all the updates have been free. So like, and instead of charging you for mm-hmm. every yeah every update, you you only pay that sixty bucks once, and then. You get a lot, a lot to do at this point. Right, that is true. He's not wrong. Uh, 
anybody going to jump in and try out this new season? I still want to do the Pirates of the Caribbean thing, but uh, yeah, yeah, man. All someone's just gotta just say yes on a Saturday or whatever night. <laughs> I'm all in. Or we've talked about recording this show on on the boat while we're while we're in the game. So. Yeah, that has been a. You, puking on each other and catching our puke in, in cups and throwing it at each other. Catch and my puke, please. Stoy, catch my puke. What? <laughs> is this a, is this an actual game? I, I, admittedly, I've never played this game. Yeah. Yes, you can. Actual, is that an actual game? Mechanic? You can drink so yeah. much that you throw up and somebody else can hold out their cup and catch it and drink it. <laughs> yeah, and then they start puking. Oh, what? And yeah. you just start puking everywhere. And yeah. And then your other fun. friends can play their uh, musical instruments while you're playing throw up catcher. And if you're Whatever. drunk, it sounds all weird because you're, you're drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, it's a good time. Oh, we should get we should get like good we should get Stoy in there. On well, no. yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Hard pass on that one. Hard pass. <laughs> no. Nope. Simulator. Twenty. You don't want to. You don't want to man the bow and and uh, mm. pull. You know. <laughs> wow. I, mean, I guess I can I, I can do that. I can do that. Just I, I don't feel like catching other people's puke. That's fair. All right, we can throw it at you though uh, while you're driving. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna be the buzzkill the whole trip. Like, hey, I'm gonna turn this we damn out, ship. Yeah, we're gonna turn the ship around. Throw you in the in your precious you little trip. Like, <laughs> we'll just throw you in the in the cell down in the bottom of the ship. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll just lock you in there. It'll be fine, and then so we'll sink the ship. What was that other? Um, what was that other game that Ubisoft? Skull and Bones. That was that's. Skull and Bones. Is that still a thing? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It it, okay. Contractually, <laughs> it has to come out because of the deal they made with the Shanghai government. So it will come out at some point in that some sucks. form. It's like, shit, we don't want to make this game anymore. Do you have a yeah. contract? Like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's still coming at some point. Because I remember, like, this Sea of Thieves was announced along the same time as Skull and Bones. So mm -hmm. it was like. You know, they were kind of competing, which one was so obviously Sea of Thieves won that one. Yeah, clearly, very clearly won. Yeah, that. which everyone though is like, oh, that game looks stupid and shit. Yeah, I know because <laughs> like, like you look at Skull and Bones, a more realistic take on ship yeah. and ship combat and stuff, and yeah. then you get this like cartoony looking Sea of Thieves, but like Rare's all laughing all the way to the bank now. Well, I think what people wanted from Skull and Bones was like a Black Flag sequel. And it, they yeah. ended up taking all the parts nobody wanted out of it and making a multiplayer game out of it. Yeah. And then they somehow they're adding a single player experience into it, but then they're also adding the ship stuff back into. It. I don't know. Well, it's like in my opinion, like when I when they first announced both games, for me it was like no, and you can feel the way you want to feel about <laughs> Fort about Fortnite, but. There's a lot of fun and goofiness to that game that makes it interesting. And if you take something like that too seriously, you do cut off a lot of a lot of interest. And like in my opinion, like, you know, I've had this trouble with PlayStation exclusive games too, where they tried to focus too much on being realistic and you know, like all that stuff. And sometimes it just does not do it for some people. Like they, they, it's more about the fun and the, and the, you know, like they're the not taking things so seriously sometimes can be better. So I'm reading that obviously they've they've pretty much since rebooted Skull and Bones, mm -hmm. and of course naturally there's uh, insider reports that 
there is a culture of harassment and discrimination at Ubisoft Singapore. Ooh, and they're so. currently being investigated by the government. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Surprise. Great. Surprise. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. fine. I've always been saying there wasn't enough of that stuff happening in the gaming world. I know, right? Gosh. More harassment, <laughs> please. Blame this all on you now. <laughs> the world needs more harassment, guys. Especially of yeah. people that aren't straight white guys. Gonna be the this could be the quote of the year. You know who's the most marginalized group? Straight white men. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, there's people that believe I don't, that. L- l- listen, I want to go on record to say I do not condone what I just said. Yeah. Okay, it's <laughs> not true. None of it is true, guys. Uh, None of it is true. You know what is true, guys? THQ Nordic has announced several games, and they've also announced that they have 42 games in development. That's games cool. that are. Games that are coming right now, though, or soon. Destroy All Humans 2 reprobed. Speaking of harassment. Yeah. Outcast 2. A new beginning. Uh, MX versus ATV Legends. Kind of gave me ATV Off-Road Fury vibes from PS2. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, Elix 2. We just talked about that game. The first one. Yeah. Skyrim with jetpacks. Apparently. Skyrim, yeah. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake, and Destroy All Humans 3. So, cool. Yeah. Uh, THQ Nordic has an uh, interesting uh, lineup of games. The Embracer Group has a lot of uh, interesting studios in their portfolio. There's a lot that seems to be coming out soon. The New Saints Row, I think, looks pretty cool. Uh, mm mm-hmm. A new Destroy All Humans is probably for someone. <laughs> uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, that game is theirs now, and they, they're making an expansion for that first game, which came out, what, 10, 11 years ago at this point? Yeah, it came out a little bit after Skyrim, I remember. So, like, yeah, about 10 years ago. Yeah. That game was uh, cool. I really liked that game. I really liked that game, actually. I, I I'm Admittedly, and I may catch flack for this, but I liked that better than Skyrim. Mm-hmm. I just thought the combat and it, this, the, the movement was just smoother. You know, it was way Skyrim's so janky. I don't understand why people like that game. Yeah, I I played an hour of Skyrim like three different times, and I'm like, I don't Same. understand. I don't get it. Same. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I didn't really get into it until Elder Elder Scrolls Online. Like I I've played you know those games before it, but Elder Scrolls Online was kind of for a while there when that came out. It was like all I played every single day because. You know, like that was a nerd. that was a living world, like yeah. you know, like a nerd. nerd. So, can I just but, say and, how funny the, uh, the? I just want to comment on this before yeah, I forget how funny it was that in the because I watched the THQ uh, video showcase, uh, hearing Jeff Keeley say getting anally probed was probably <laughs> the highlight of that whole. <laughs> he, he says something to that effect. You know, he, getting put, anally he puts probed. himself in some weird situations. Yeah, and that was definitely one of them. He said it with a smile, and I was like, wow, that's Jeff Keighley, man, right there. Jeff he Keighley. said it with a smile. With a smile. <laughs> a, get anally probed, everybody, in the new um, Destroy All Humans reprobed. And the, that MX versus ATV, I used to play one of those, I think, on the original Xbox, and it was like one of my favorite uh, games during that time. I forget what it was called, but yeah, it was it was in that franchise. I mean, there's usually like four thousand of those games at some point, and then yeah. they just stop making them, right? 
So I now Outcast. They said this game came out years ago, like 10, 15 years ago or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. I feel like it was like almost like anyway, but it, they they said like a long anticipated sequel. I don't remember this game when it first came out. Does anybody play the, did anybody play the first one? No, but you can ride dinosaurs in this one, so it looks cool. Like it looks really cool. Like you got like a kind of like a portable shield and shit and you can ride dinosaurs and Yeah. It looks like you know, yeah. I don't, man, it, it looks like it's a cool idea thing going on here. It looks, uh, oh, this is it's the like, first one. Oh, it looks like, uh, Outlast, not, uh, not Outlast, Outriders meets Skyrim meets Mass Effect <laughs> meets Forza Motorsport meets every Mario Party. Mario Party. Mario Party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with a little bit of, uh, Wario World in there or yeah. WarioWare. God. It's, it's a Metroidvania <laughs> style game. Wow. Beat them up. Yeah. yeah. Smash Smash Brothers beat them up. Clone. Just. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's a topic for another day, but there is no such thing as genres anymore. I know. Like, when you when you think of, like, all the games that have just a mashup of genres, like, every game is an RPG. Every game is a simulation game. Every game is, like, a, a real-time strategy style. Like... You know, genres are mechanics now. They're game mechanics. Mm-hmm. Every game has a platform you play on. It's, but it doesn't mean it's a platformer. Yeah, yeah. right. I'm kidding. Uh, but you have you have to go back through the level that you just came through. That means it's a Metroidvania. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. It's a, actually a, a Zelda. It's a top-down so Zelda-like. It, admittedly, the only thing that interested me was Elix 2, and that's where I went to, went went through the dive of, like, I never played the first Elix. I've always seen the cover, you know, but I've never I've never delved into it, and it looks like something I may be interested in actually playing. So I may want to pick up the first one because it looks something, like, right up my alley. But, yeah, I, I, it just I feel like that first head. one, like, people were anticipating it, and then it just it didn't review well or something. Hmm. And that's one of those games that I've always, like, it's got a very, very iconic uh, logo. And I see it all the time, but I never really have ever looked into it, what it actually was. Well, the first one is $15 <laughs> on Xbox right now, digitally. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, the, the, the cover of it r- reminded me of, like, uh, the cover of it. The guy looks like Birdman from uh, Rick and Morty. So that, uh, that always kind of threw me for a loop. I was like, "Oh, Birdman has his own game," but you know. Um, but yeah, it got a, it got an average sixty-seven Metacritic score. Yeah. So I mean, decent. Yeah, I mean it's probably it's probably fine, right? It's it's fine. Fine. It's so, fine. Ooh, Kingdoms of Amalur is actually on sale right now. That has me excited. That's a good. That's a good one. It's it's. Uh... The deluxe edition where you get the expansion for free is thirty bucks. Oh wow. Thinking about it. Thinking about it. I want that Mass Effect uh Omniblade, which was fun because if you pre ordered it and you had a save on Mass Effect or whatever, mm-hmm. you got the Omniblades as a weapon. So sick. Was I sick. have the uh I, I got the legendary cash. I got the helmet sitting right over there. I'm jealous. Yeah, a little jealous. <laughs> I know, I know. 
It's fine. Otherwise, there wasn't really much anything else that kind of yeah fancy in the whole THQ Nordic thing. Yeah, I'm I'm like I'm glad they exist still, but none of these games are like for me. Now, if they announced a new Darksiders, I would have been. That's what I was kind of hoping for. Yeah. Well, yeah, like they've they've released a lot of some of my favorite games over the past couple of years, like you know, uh, Wreckfest. Um, oh yeah, I forgot Re- Remnant. Remnant from the Ashes. They've they've done like three versions of that game already. There's like a prequel, the the, and there's like a bunch of add-ons to that game, which I still need to finish because I just love the crap out of that game. That's kind of like Dead a, Island Three still a thing. I don't think I think it's still I two. Know. I think they're still on Dead Island Two. Are they? Yeah, okay. I don't think that third one, yeah. came, the first one or the second one came out yet. Yeah, they really have. But I, I thought that literally is still a thing. Wouldn't that be funny if they were just like, "Hey, uh, we're canceling Dead Island Two and moving straight to 3? <laughs> well, technically, yeah, I guess technically, there this would if they do make another one, it would be the third one, but it's not. Yeah, because they made like the an MB, they made like a half step tied. one. What was it like? Something tied or something like that? Riptide. Riptide. Riptide yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, THQ has been, I think, like secretly knocking it out of the park with some of their releases over the last couple of years. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of these may not be completely 100% for me, but I, I don't know. I'd probably pick up the, the MX versus ATV game and give it a shot. I haven't played one of those in a long time. You yeah. know, that, that could be fun. Yeah. Rockfest though is still one of my favorite like racing destruction derby games to come out since mm-hmm. Destruction Derby 2. <laughs> like it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh All right, we're going to move on to our last story here before we get into our main topic here. Uh Xbox Game Studios code names uh for those who don't know, Nvidia kind of had a major leak on on games that haven't been announced or kind of code names for projects and stuff uh and a lot of it seems to have been uh corroborated by sources so uh xbox game studios code names uh indus and cobalt seem to have been uh corroborated and detailed uh, project indus is uh i'm just going to read these these quotes here uh, i first heard about indus back in spring 2001 uh, 2020 wow 2021 this is from Windows Central, by the way. Although, uh, was only able to confirm that the project is definitely go- going ahead thanks to G- the GeForce leak. Project Indus is a f- uh, 4X strategy game being developed by Oxide Games, known for its work on real-time strategy title Ashes of the Singularity. Although Indus' uh, uni- Indus's unique look uh, hook remains to be seen, the gameplay sounds very similar to what you'd experience in Civilization, with turn-based strategic elements alongside city building, empire advancement, espionage, diplomacy, warfare, and so on. From what I understand, Indus is indeed targeting the Microsoft Store on PC, Xbox, and Steam. Uh, the second one, uh, for me at least, is is the more interesting one. Project Cobalt, which is uh, in Exile's uh, R- FPS RPG, seems to be uh they they have one screenshot here which looks really really kind of like a technologically advanced kind of it's like it's like skyrim meets fallout meets you know kind of like a steampunk style yeah reminds me of yeah yeah 
almost well, said like, almost like ghost Lynch light style style, but that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't right. So yeah, and I noticed there's that that same kind of blimp thing is in Col- that's in Cobalt is also in that in Indus game. Yeah, Listen, any got. any game that has a flying blimp as a major mode of transportation immediately makes it a steampunk game. Yep, I mean that is, that is like a staple of the genre. Yep, this is a Skies of Arcadia re- remake. <laughs> uh, what we do know is that it's codenamed Cobalt and believe that it's a steampunk style inspired by Industrial Revolution uh, inspired tech. Expect steam engines, zeppelins, retro futuristic robots, dark Victorian era streets, and more. Above the above concept art was shared by in exile concept artist uh, Alexander Danilovic on ArtStation. And we have reason to believe this is representative of the environmental style in exile is gunning to deliver. Venture Beat editor Jeff Grubb previously stated that in exile's next game could be targeting a 2023 release. Uh, so that game looks pretty cool, probably aiming to be sort of along the lines of maybe like the outer world set in this kind of uh, steampunk Victorian style what if it was though what if sega like literally said you can have the you can have the skies of arcadia oh don't don't do that to me don't do that to me skies of arcadia like because this don't do that what if this was like a ff7 remake version of like skies of arcadia (laughs) because it would be awesome (laughs) i would love a skies of arcadia like sequel or remake or something yeah, me too. Like, so. oh. did you hear about this? Uh, it, it, it's kind of related because, but this list, this leak, was pretty huge. Like, yeah. there was some references to like Gears Six and mm-hmm. like other. Um, I think uh, uh, the contraband game. I think there was mention of that in the leak as well. Yeah. Uh, as well as uh, yeah, Final Fantasy Nine remake, uh, Resident Evil Four remake, Street Fighter Six. You know, I, I know there was t- there was a possibly I, mean, I have a GTA I, game. I have remasters. the I have the list right here. If you want me to go through it, it's a pretty big I'm, list. Yeah, it's a pretty big list. I'm kind of going through it myself, and I'm just like skimming through it. But man, can we? Uh, there's a lot of remakes. Yeah. He's. Like, yeah. Uh, a lot of remakes and remasters. I mean, a, like man, a GTA uh, trilogy re- uh, remaster also. Yeah. So yeah, it's a pretty big, uh, pretty big <laughs> list. Uh, also, like a bunch of PlayStation games coming to PC for the first time as well. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty big. Uh, <laughs> it's a huge leak. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, so yeah, Xbox games, more Xbox games pro- coming Game Pass day one. These sound like really cool, kind of what they're aiming for. There's other Xbox Game Studios projects from this leak as, as well. Uh, Project Dragon from IO Interactive was was leaked. Uh, Scalebound, coming back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that was my first thought, except like I don't think IO has that in them. I know. To be fair. I just uh, want Scalebound to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be so cool if they're like, hey, we're bringing Scalebound back. That would be such like a big like fan boost i feel like it really would. even if that game didn't sell at all like just having that would be like big for yeah. them so anyway. it would be uh all right so that's kind of all the news unless somebody has anything else they want to talk about i, I kind of want to get into this bigger topic the topic of the show as we like to say here on arsenal x the xbox podcast 
topic of the show. Tots, as they say. Thanks for reminding me what show I'm on. I totally forgot where I was. You know what? I'm, I'm glad. Oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Pass it on. Hold on. I forgot about the segment. Pass it on where we tell you some Game Pass things. Stoy, I'm going to let you do your thing. Listen, the only thing that really was shadow dropped uh, this past week, and I think it's going to be the last drop to come out until like October, because one of the big games coming out in October on Game Pass is Back for Blood. Mm-hmm. which is actually pretty cool. Like, So if you own both at Xbox and the PlayStation, you know, you own a Game Pass, just a reminder, it's going to be beneficial for you to just download it off a of Game Pass on Xbox. But anyway, um, so Very there true. is a there was a game that came out on Game Pass that Shadow dropped called I Am Fish, <laughs> where you play as a fish. It makes me laugh every time you say it. I know. I Am Fish. Yeah, it- it kind of looked like a, almost like a monkey ball kind of thing. Yeah, like you're trying to escape your tank, and you're tr- it's like Finding Nemo, but like more frustrating. It's it seems like. <laughs> yeah. So, but apparently, I hear like it's it's ridiculously hard, like almost un unnecessarily hard, <laughs> like. So, in other words, like Dory, you'd wish that you'd forget you played yeah, that game. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> but it's it's actually kind of like at least the trailers that I watched, like it actually looks like kind of like like funny, like like it's yeah. got a little bit of humor to it. So, um, and it's actually a pretty long game too. It's supposed to be ten hours long gameplay wise. If you don't mind dying over and over and over again, but I suppose for you, Bloodborne, Dark Souls, you know, plebs, <laughs> you know, it's probably right up your alley. Anyway, it's my favorite. So, so yeah, um, this is out on. Uh, if you could tear yourself away from uh, Skatebird, um, you can. Uh, and you want to play as a fish rolling around in a small little bottle in real world, trying not to get eaten by birds and piranha fish. Yeah, <laughs> sounds sounds <laughs> riveting. Yeah, it is. Some hot some hot games coming out this year, man. Tell you, there are. Yeah, tell you. So that's what that's what's really come out recently. Yeah. Uh, All right. So we're gonna get into our topic of the show. Microsoft is rumored to be making another Bethesda-sized acquisition relatively soon, or maybe it's happened and they're gonna announce it soon. Whatever. Uh, Who is it, and do they need it? Uh, There's a lot of there's a lot of speculation out there. Uh, the rumor is still swirling around Sega for some reason. Uh, I feel like if they were going to buy Sega, they would have done it by now. Uh, but also, who could it? Who could it be? Who is a Bethesda-sized publisher? Some people are saying it's bigger than Bethesda, and that they have their own publishing arm to them. Uh, I know, probably what four or five years ago at this point, they were rumored to be talking to EA to purchase EA, which I don't think they would do that at this point. But, no way. No, uh, EA wouldn't allow it. Uh, they don't need to. They like, they already have a business, you know, that set up that works well, having their games in game pass. Like, I mean, beyond that, you really don't need to be associated with them, you know, like, yeah, I mean they're already benefiting from their their uh, friendship or their business you know partnership that they have right now. Yeah, they don't need to actually buy them anymore. 
I yeah. think I I think if they were to buy, like say for example, I think one of the bigger publishers that they were talking about was Take Two Interactive. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty damn big publisher. Yeah. Um, you I mean, know, you got with Take Two, you have Grand Theft Auto, NBA Two K, Bioshock, Mafia. Uh, what are some other ones that they that they've uh, done recently? I think Borderlands. Honestly, yeah. Was that the the people that do the the Lego games, or is that no? That's no, WB. That's TT. No, yeah, that's, w, yeah, that's the that's the one that I'm pointing to is 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 WB Games, which is they yeah. split off into two separate things like Discovery Interactive and uh, something else. So, right. Yeah. See, the, the only developer slash publisher that makes sense acquisition wise is Sega to me, because you know, and they've and they've let it go out a little bit like over the last year like especially like when they dropped all the yakuza games on game pass mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. almost the entire library mm-hmm. of yakuza games just like that and all these special nods to sonic the hedgehog and like i don't know it just seems like they were like prepping this kind of relationship that controller together. remember the big conspiracy around the blue controller the shock blue controller where yep. it's like the same blue as sonic or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i remember yeah i remember that yeah this guy um, so that uh oh <laughs> sick mm. so yeah like that's the only one that makes sense to me and i i really think they're gonna announce a you know if maybe not they buying sega a special partnership mm-hmm. yeah the only thing with sega is that like japan is so i don't want to say offended but they're they 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 don't sell J- japanese companies don't sell to western companies often at all yeah, uh, I mean, Sega's been really different, and I don't know if it like if they don't purchase them, I could see definitely a special partnership, like you said, Stoy, uh, where like maybe Sega games come to Xbox first or exclusively, almost. Uh, but to your point, Stoy, Sega has a lot of things that Microsoft doesn't have, right? JRPGs, kid-friendly platformers. Uh, you know, they do still have Sega GT, which is another racing game. If they wanted to put that into the fold with Forza, you know, like maybe do every three years, right? So mm-hmm. uh, they have that. They have Yakuza. They have Judgment. They have uh, Persona, right? Shimagami Tensei. Those are all big things that they could do. So, yeah, I mean, Sega would be such a huge thing for them. And especially if Microsoft has kind of lagged a little bit in the Japanese market. You know, Microsoft has historically always been more friendly to Western developers, having more Western-friendly games and developers and stuff because it's a, it's an American company. Mm-hmm. So um, I think this would be kind of a key thing for them to kind of get into the um, Japanese market. And they're, they're trying. They are trying so hard. This is like the biggest push they've had, right? Because this is the first time Xbox has launched day and date in Japan, too. Yeah, uh, and I th- I know they have technically have a Japanese developer in uh, uh, what Tango GameWorks right with Bethesda, mm-hmm. but I think they want to be involved in Japan, right? And I think Sega is well, the way to do that. Well, and don't don't forget, you know, like one of the main things that Phil Spencer did is actually create. Uh, uh, headquarters, uh, Microsoft headquarters in Asia, in the Asian market, like they have an actual place there, 
And that could have been strategic move to get Japanese, you know, people from that live there working Mm -hmm. for them. And so when they sell something, if they buy something like Sega, it's technically still staying in their country and and it will be like part of that mm-hmm. division of Microsoft's job to to handle those those Asian markets. Yeah, the so. the, the the when this was heavily rumored about a year ago, I think at this point, I remember them going out and saying if if they bought Sega, Sega would actually be the distrib- uh, the distributor of the Xbox. It would be called yeah. the Sega Xbox over there uh, to try to you know, entice people instead of it looking like an American box. And that's why the Series S is so small and, uh, you know, compact to fit inside these, you know, Japanese entertainment system. Because, like, I don't know if you've ever seen a Japanese apartment, but it's like my office is bigger than those apartments, some of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Ain't, that, nobody got, ain't nobody got space for a refrigerator-sized system. Looking at you, PlayStation 5. <laughs> Gosh, dude, that thing is oh, so Lord. big. I saw one in person for the first time, like I don't know, a couple weeks dude, ago. It's it, yeah, it's 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 too big. <laughs> Why is it so big? Um, I don't know. Why are you too big? The um, that actually would be. I never thought of it that way. Like if they change the branding of it to be like the Sega Xbox, mm-hmm. that'd be kind of. I don't know if Microsoft would allow that, but it would make sense. Mm-hmm. Well, that was like that was the rumor was like they were gonna to have Sega be like their Microsoft's Japanese brand, right? Yeah, uh, Microsoft was on the Dreamcast. It's true. It says Windows CE so, right on the front. So, <laughs> so I mean, so I mean, you know. <laughs> well, also too another thing I I I, I just remembered uh, Tokyo Game Show is coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft is going to have a pretty decent stream there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If I, I, I forget if it's in person or not. I highly doubt it is. But, um, yeah, they're going to have a big presence there. So I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe just announced, like, hey, we're partnering with Sega or maybe even mm-hmm. some other, like, Japanese developer or something like that. Maybe they're yeah. buying Maybe they're buying Konami and they're finally going to release Silent Hill as a first-party title. Well, the other thought is... Maybe. The the other rumor was Kojima Productions. They were gonna have some sort of partnership there, and they were gonna announce Kojima's next game there. Uh, that'd be a, that, they, that would be interesting because that was I think it, the the only d- the deal that Kojima made was just that one exclusive. That was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but skies of Arcadia, and uh, guys. I feel like I feel like <laughs> stop it with your skies of Arcadia stuff. It's not gonna happen. I Never feel by Sega. I feel like uh. The Kojima partnership. I feel like Microsoft will let him be as weird as he wants with his next game, and let him like really flesh it out because of Game Pass and just Microsoft being the trillion dollar company that they are. Right? Like, I feel like they would just let him go off and be as weird as they wanted to be. Here's a box of money. Do whatever you want with it. <laughs> you want five game? You want five years to make a game? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh. Oh my gosh! Can't get this water oh, you bottle. Wanna out add of here. A, you want to add a third act to this game? You want to take up another two years development? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Just put a Master Chief skin in there. We'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, right. No kidding. <laughs> so, what? yeah, I would think. You know, admittedly, after the Bethesda acquisition, 
I thought to myself, all right, Microsoft, that's it. Like, you're done. Relax. Okay. Take it easy. Like, Relax. It's cool. It's cool that you got some big exclusives on your system right now and that we're not going to see them for a couple years. You know, that's cool. That's fine. Okay. Um, it starts to hurt the competition a little bit when all you do is just keep throwing money at, you know, developers and saying, you're mine now. You know, <laughs> you're mine now. Yeah. Like, it, ru- it, it ruins the competition when you start buying everybody out. It's like a mob boss going into town yeah. and just paying off all the store owners. Yeah. But still, but still, for some reason, it feels less shitty than than pain to have your their game on your console for one year exclusively. You yeah, know, like it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a cheap money. ass way of getting yeah. out of it. We don't have to actually buy you, but we're gonna buy you. Yeah, but like that, the like, thing is, it's like Sony feels- doesn't have as much money as Microsoft does, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like I, I just feel like. Microsoft is like brute forcing their way into these exclusives, whereas Sony has to be way more strategic and, you know, smart with their money because they don't have as much, you know. And, and but all Xbox has to say to Sony is, "You made me this way." Yeah. <laughs> sure. Know? Blame Sony. Uh, Sony. You made me do this. Uh, <laughs> uh, for me, I feel like, I feel like with the rumors of like WB kind of being for sale not for sale kind of for sale microsoft has a lot of money so they could be for sale type thing yeah plus like it coming with mortal Kombat and probably some uh some sort of contractual agreements for for dc games since sony seems to be getting the good marvel stuff right like i feel like i feel like that's the move almost right now too uh, it gives them their third-person action games. It gives them a fighting game studio. It gives them another fighting game IP where they could do Mortal Kombat versus Killer Instinct, which I know people have kind of been asking for for a while. Man, uh, that would be sick. That would do that. Yeah, be so because cool. uh, Street Fighter Five is pretty much the is PlayStation exclusive and still mm-hmm. is. Yeah, you know, like so Sony locked that down pretty good. Mm-hmm. What if What if they bought Capcom? <laughs> Can no. And pot, no. no. Resident Evil. I could have seen it. Well, they they have they basically that have Resident Evil than and Evil Bethesda. Within. No, I don't think I don't think Capcom's bigger than Bethesda. No, at all. Not. No, I don't. I don't think so. I, Capcom's could, not really a. Yeah. I mean, Capcom has what three, four teams, right? They have the Monster Hunter team. They have the Resident Evil team. They have, I guess, a Mega Man team in there somewhere. Yeah. Like they they don't have very many teams. So I mean, but right. Uh, I've I I feel like the WB I feel like WB or Sega are the two get the two companies that you say okay this might be a Bethesda level acquisition, mm. especially if you're looking at it and they're like hey we have a publishing arm too that they're talking about purchasing like man now that I'm thinking about this Sega makes more and more sense, right. Because yeah. you want a publishing arm in Japan that's not going to say Microsoft on it. Well, and everything they've bought has been someone that they've be- they've had a really really good, you know, partnership with since the very first Xbox. You know, like it. 
is is you know crazy as the whole Bethesda stuff was. It's like looking back though, you're just. I like, mean, it makes oh. sense. I'm not. I'm not saying the Bethesda deal yeah. didn't make sense. I'm just. No, I'm looking no. at like what makes sense for them in the future. Like, okay, we need to get in Japan. We need a publishing arm in Japan that doesn't say, "Hey, USA, American flag all over it," right? Yeah. Uh, Sega makes a lot of sense. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm. Whatever it is, I hope it's like, I hope they know what they're doing. I hope they're not just spending money to spend money, right? Because like once you start getting into all these teams, it's going to be really hard to manage these teams. I feel like at some point. Uh, well, I think that's why though they're picking ones that are kind of already self-sustaining. As, yeah, because they they want to have they want to have you know some oversight but also let these kind of groups be able to do what they've been doing right i'm just i'm just saying like i think it's good that bethesda is staying in its own vertical i think if you're going to start purchasing companies now they need to be in their own vertical right that's what the embracer group is doing right with deep silver and thq nordic and gearbox like they're all their own verticals where they're kind of Mm self-sustaining verticals and then the, the embracer group is kind of this over arching umbrella right whereas microsoft up until the bethesda deal was all just xbox right and and now bethesda's bethesda is its own vertical now and xbox is its own vertical yeah everything's going to come to game pass it's all going to say xbox game studios whatever but bethesda with its publishing arm and its own marketing team and its own kind of uh vertical there i feel like that that's that's the way microsoft i think may need to start looking at this um but also i don't know microsoft is a bajillion dollar company and they know what they're doing because they make so much money so whatever Mm -hmm. but sega sega makes sense wb games makes sense to me also Um, (laughs) do you just think about it if they did that microsoft would have uh, a stake in uh japanese uh uh games and you know for for uh what is it uh, like the casinos or whatever. That's <laughs> Konami. You know, if they bought, if they bought Konami, yeah, they would they would well, the, uh, corner the Sega, pachinko market. The Sega Xbox Series P is just a pachinko machine, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's just got a Series S in, inside of it. They'll yeah. just whatever um, the next Xbox is in Japan, they're just gonna call Dreamcast Two or whatever. Yeah, hey, which would I'm, be I'm awesome. I'd that. buy one. I'm down for that. I'd buy one just so I could say I have a Dreamcast too. I like. I mean, like I said, it's just. I, I hope this is it for them. Yeah. Let's just kind of focus on, you know, just making good games with the, with the developers you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's, don't just buy out the competition just yeah. because you know yeah. it starts. It starts to really hurt the competition because you know Microsoft always says, "Hey, we love all gamers." Mm-hmm. You know, we love everybody. We love it that you play on other systems. We love that kind of, you know, a little cool rivalry that we have with Sony. But, like, don't be a dick. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, hey, you liked Elder Scrolls? Mine now. Yeah. You liked Wolfenstein? Mine now. Oh, you like Yakuza? Persona? Mine now. <laughs> oh, look at all these games you can play on my system. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Or <laughs> Yeah, no, I I get it. I I would have actually preferred them to go the Sony route and making these deals. Yeah, okay, it's a time exclusive, but they're going to get it at some point eventually. Right. Uh, and I get that they have to fill out Game Pass, right? They have to make that service interesting and viable. And mm-hmm. Bethesda games really 
make that viable. Halo makes that viable. You know, the I, I just want to see them start producing some games, you know, good games, great games. Don't get me wrong, Psychonauts 2 is great. Wasteland was cool. Battletoads was interesting. Forza I love is, Battletoads, man. Forza is always great, but like, I want to start seeing gameplay from Fable, Perfect Dark. Yep. You know, the next Outer Worlds, Avowed, these type these types of games. So, uh, whatever it is, I hope I hope it's a smart decision for them, and uh, I hope they don't. I don't know. Part of me is just like I hope they kind of release some of these games on other consoles at some point too. You know. Well, so. I think they're they're trying to make it so you can play Game Pass anywhere, so yeah. you don't have to necessarily physically buy that game for those I know that I know that platforms I'm just saying like I I feel like I don't know I I'm glad Microsoft is is really invested in gaming right cuz mm-hmm. it really seems like they hadn't been until recently uh but I don't want them to just be like keep like in mind gaming said. is still a business yeah mm-hmm. and Microsoft is buying these companies because they only want these games on their system yeah it's mm-hmm. not beneficial for them to release starfields on the playstation yeah it just it just wouldn't be and especially from sony's perspective because sony would say why do we want to release a game on our system but you know kind of like in a back alley way pay microsoft for it that just mm-hmm. wouldn't make sense yeah. from a sony standpoint much less even microsoft standpoint yeah yeah so you know keep in mind obviously they're making these acquisitions because they're a business and they want to make money right yeah and they're in they're in it they're in it for the long term yeah yeah and both and both sides have been doing it pretty good you know like yeah sony isn't buying whole companies but they're they're you know now the the final fantasy games which are pretty big you know no longer gonna be on xbox anymore because they've essentially paid to have it exclusively you know to sony again so they're doing it their way that they can and xbox is doing it their way you know like it's yeah it's at the end of the day it's a it's a business yeah keep that in mind everybody and and, you know like Mm -hmm. ultimately what it's going to come down to is whoever is able to to move to the netflix style of of thinking and you know like get ahead of it and do it the right way is gonna be on top because i mean that's where that's where everything has been going mm-hmm. every single media has been going that way and if you're late to that to the game <laughs> yeah. you got a lot of time to make up for then yeah you know like it's just and I, the way it is yeah so and and microsoft needs to make their subscription service interesting and that's where the business aspect comes in and you mm-hmm. know so well, does anybody else have anything to say on this topic before we, uh, you know, Microsoft stop? <laughs> this is it, Phil. This is yeah, it. That's it. This is the it. last one. Okay. I love you, Phil. Phil. But close your checkbook. Phil. Yeah. Close it. Close it. It's time. It's time. It's time. All right. Yeah, that's about all I had. Yeah. Same well, here. We're gonna. I think we're gonna get out of here that was a that was another episode here of arsenal x the xbox podcast in case you forgot what ups, what show you were listening to 
thanks for reminding me again where I'm at. You know, I, I need to do that. Yeah. You know, so you can follow us on Twitter at boss rush network. You can email the show at arsenalx at gmail.com. We want your questions. Email us your questions, tweet, ask your questions, join our discord, join the boss rush network discord. Get us your questions there. Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me almost everywhere is phantom and access stoy where can we find you well besides here on arsenal x you can find me at exp cast you can follow me on facebook twitter and instagram i run another podcast with called exp cast we also talk about video games that is true twice a week twice a week yeah except this week we uh we uh had a tournament this week and and uh yeah, everybody was gone. <laughs> so it was like, all right, well, I guess only one episode this week. So that's fine. Yep. It's fine. You can follow me at I am Corey HD on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's all I got. I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening. We're going to throw up the X. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tiny X. Tiny for X. Because we're exiting out goodbye everybody see you next week don't forget to check your inventory here we go three two one position sorry we're gonna recount down here we go three two oh, okay. I gotta one do this again. <laughs> i can't i can't do that when you do that <laughs> okay i'm sorry okay professional professional here we go i do have to hold my hand up to the screen just to cover your face when you okay. do that <laughs> yeah just block the bottom left corner yeah. uh, three two <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. God. All right. Okay. Serious. All right. Three, two, one.